Kalimerhaba, everyone. Welcome to the ninth episode of Sesta and Island Talks podcast. This is Melt. I'm calling from an extremely hopeful Famagusta, or shall I say, I feel hopeful, happy, and exuberant, and I hope you too. Summer is nearly ending, but festivals aren't, and I am honored to be presenting the first edition of Sesta Buffer French Special Series. Sesta Buffer French Special Series consists of three episodes, and the first episode is the one you're currently listening to. The next two episodes will take place in September, so stay tuned. For the first time this year, Island Talks and Buffer French Performing Arts Festival are joining forces for spreading a culture of peace in our divided Cyprus. As you know from the April edition of Sesta, when I hosted Tir El Lada Evangelou, Buffer French is an annual festival with a mission for peacebuilding and social justice organized by the Home for Cooperation and situated in the buffer zone of Nicosia. This year, the festival will take place on 7th, 8th and 9th of October under the theme Pockets Beyond. The Buffer French, the only French festival in Cyprus, started its journey in 2014 with the aim of breaking physical and mental barriers through the transformative power of arts. The festival was developed with the idea of providing a platform to question sensitive topics, expressing ideas in new and creative ways. Since then, the festival has become one of the most important festivals of Europe. The festival received the EFFE label for its 2017, 2019 and 2020 editions. Also, it received the EFFE label for 2022-2023 as a remarkable arts festival. Today, I am joined by Nihal Soanju and Amy Govan, two intelligent and creative women who are among the many inspirational souls taking the lead to construct a culture of peace through arts in Cyprus. Nicosia-based Nihal Soanje, along with Elada Evangelou, is part of the co-organizing and creative team of Buffer French 2022. Nihal Soanje is currently doing her PhD in social anthropology at the Pantheon University of Social and Political Sciences in Athens. She is also part of the Hope for Cooperation team since 2019 and has been actively involved with the organization of the Buffer French Performing Arts Festival since 2020. Her research and work focus on creative tactics of everyday and interdisciplinary practices that combine anthropological approaches with artistic practices. In February 2022, she has published a book chapter called Memories, Stories and Material Chases, Exploring Displacement Through Collaging and Participatory Art Installation. She holds an MS in International Public Policy from UCL and BA in Languages and Translation from the University of Surrey. She has published and presented her work in various symposiums and conferences and organized college workshops. Rotterdam-based Amy Govan works across the fields of publishing, curating, editing, and writing. In 2019, she completed her MA in Arts and Society at Utrecht University, receiving the cum laude. Since then, she has worked as host for Casco Art Institute, working for the Commons, city and arts curator and publications editor for Onamotape Projects, and Publications Manager for School of Commons, where she was also a 2020-2022 Research Fellow. Since 2021, Amy has been part of the Core International Community Arts Festival, ICAF team, working as Program Assistant and Editor. ICAF is a multi-trajectory, international program, and every three years, an international festival that emerges in Rotterdam. ICAF showcases community art organizations, professionals, and practices from across the world. 
ICAF's main goal is to offer space for reflection and development of the community arts movement locally, nationally, and internationally. Alongside Amy, the people behind ICAF are the artistic director Yasmina Ibrahimovic and the creative producer Ana Maria Cruz. ICAF is the international thinking partner of the Buffer French 2022. Dear Nihal, dear Amy, thank you for making time today. It is such a pleasure to host you at SESTA. Thank you, Melton. It's such a pleasure to be here. With no further ado, I'd like to start posing my questions. Let's start with you, dear Nihal. During our interview in April 2022, Elada stated that you were the main person behind the Buffer French 2022 theme, Pockets Beyond. She stated your role in the decision of this year's theme with the following words. Nihal Soranji. Nihal is a social anthropologist who uh, works for the Home for Cooperation. But because of her work and her experience, both practical and theoretical, she is, I would say, the you know, kind of how anthropologists are very, these very grounded individuals. She is our grounded person. <laughs> um, so uh, the theme is Nihal's ideas. Pockets are very personal, intimate, and private spaces. In that sense, I'm wondering, how do they initiate a social discussion on who is visible, invisible, and why? Which is the discussion aimed to be triggered by the festival this year? Um, thank you very much, uh, Meltem. It's a pleasure uh, to be here, uh, stimulating uh, ground to talk about uh, the festival this year uh, and everything around it. Um, I think the discussion uh, about the visibility, invisibility, and, and identities is a discussion that uh, started earlier onwards uh, with the actually the 2020 and 2021 theme of the festival was displacement, and and I think this festival theme had invited artists and audiences on a journey to critically and artistically question the meaning of displacement of people, ideas, and practices. In Cyprus, and in a century framed by histories of violence, colonial dispossession, and imperial politics, mourning of displacement and dispossession can be traced across generations. In that sense, let's say uh, a fringe festival coming out of a border area carried deeper meanings and outcomes as the healing and resisting power of artistic expression creates a discontinuous crap uh, to explore the role of memory, remembering, and nostalgia towards peace building. In this context, I would say that um, pockets implies a disruption, a crack to further explore uh, these questions. So I think Pockets uh, follows on uh, from the discussion that had started in the previous years. I was thinking, what could be a concept, a simple concept, that could be a metaphor for all these questions that we want to ask, for what the buffer zone entails, for what this, this borderline space entails, and what we aim to do as a festival. Because I think that Beneath all our work lies an aim to create a present without divisions or without the trauma of the past. So let's say maybe we want to return to this idea before the conflict. I, I see our presence and all our work in this framework, actually. So as I wanted to find a concept that could be a symbol, uh, I think the idea of pockets uh, actually came out. 
and um, I, I have seen the artistic uh, works. I've read them at the website, and they uh, they are all complying and just creating new meanings out of this crack. So I'm absolutely looking forward to being there in October. Um, like I've said, ICAF is the international thinking partner of Buffer Fringe 2022. Dear Amy, can you please tell us how the partnership between Buffer Fringe and ICAF began? Yes, I can. So ICAF and Buffer Fringe have been, she say, friends and colleagues for a long time. Uh, ICAF has closely followed all the previous editions of Buffer Fringe and Buffer Fringe have been guests of ICAF before too. Um, and I think in, in some ways we, we have similar methodologies, similar aims and goals. Of course, with ICAF, it's on much more of an international kind of trajectory and perspective. But, but as you said in your introduction, the local and the national are just as important for us. Um, of course, living in the Netherlands, conflicts aren't as kind of visible as they are, say, in Cyprus, but that doesn't mean they're not there. And uh, I think the ways in which Buffer Fringe um, use this not only as a concept and a theme, but really try to engage with conflict transformation is, is very inspirational for ICAF. Um, and it's always been a pleasure to, to attend, but also to be in conversation with Alada and now Nihal. Um, so that's kind of where it began. We've, we've had a close relationship with, for many years. Um, not personally, as I'm very new to the team, but certainly my colleagues, Yasmina and Anna Maria. Um, so I think that's where this idea came about for us to be kind of the selected international thinking partner this year. Mm-hmm. And actually what you said is very much related to my uh, next question, because you said that, okay, you share similar methodologies, but you are, of course, ICAF is based in the Netherlands and mm-hmm. the Buffer Fringe is based in Cyprus. So we're talking about very different geographies. ICAF takes place at a very international and very well-connected city like Rotterdam. So I've been wondering, and I'm really curious to learn, how does ICAF experience working with a divided and post-colonial island whose 36% is isolated from the rest of the world? Of course, as you said, the, the contexts are vastly different, and uh, it's it's not something you know we can we can directly kind of put ourselves into the shoes of. However, um, it's been wonderful to hear the different uh, ways in which Buffer Fringe is approaching this. I think something Nihal just said in, in her answer before was about having a space for healing. So uh, not just resolving conflicts or bringing these conflicts and these traumas up, but, but having this space for healing. And I think um, that's been so interesting for us to to learn more about, but also to engage with. Um, as I said before, ICAF is, is an international festival and we do have and represent community arts organisations from all over the world, all different kinds of conflicts. And it is often from conflicts that uh, organisations come to us to Rotterdam. So we are not a stranger to kind of host and engage in these conversations. But of course, the Dutch context is very different. We, we won't pretend that we directly um, have to work within these kinds of contexts. But I think uh, much like Buffer Fringe, it is about giving a space for people to address, either address or unaddress traumas and having a kind of physical and emotional distance from this. And I think Rotterdam can offer that. But of course, that isn't what's happening with the Buffer Fringe. That's directly in this conflict zone. Um, so I think 
as I said, it's it's so interesting for us and so inspirational for us that the Buffer Fringe offers these different spaces within one festival, a space for conversation, a space for conflict transformation, um, but also a space for healing as well and, and connection. Um, so I think that's a lot that we've learned from about how you engage with these topics, with these realities uh, directly in the space and the zone where it's happening. But of course, because of course in Rotterdam, we, we have the luxury of having that distance from that when we work with these topics. Mm-hmm. The, the, the buffer fringe is, um, is a great space uh, for healing and for connections, like you said. And it is fantastic that despite the context of ICAF is very different, that you still find a lot of similarities and work together, which is eventually the beauty of art. Uh, Nihal, I read in the website of Buffer Fringe that you were a veteran of the festival. <laughs> and um, one could argue that there is a strong relationship between your academic identity as a social anthropologist and your roles in the organization of Buffer Fringe. Um, and I was wondering, in practice, how do you apply your anthropological insights into the organization of Buffer Fringe? Um, in my uh, research as well, I look for, uh, I look to go beyond the, the, the disciplinary boundaries and try to use alternative arts-based methods to actually do anthropological work. And, and I think that's how I actually uh, kind of became part of the festival in 2019. I participated uh, with an installation. And then in, in 2020, uh, I became uh, part of the team. And, and I think it, it's a journey as well. Uh, it's a journey uh, that started with, uh, with the installation for me, let's say, in that sense. And then I think it was always uh, the discussions that we have and about the, the meaning of this festival. So what does it mean that we're doing this, where we're doing it, and what is our aim? So I think... These discussions that uh, we always have with Elada have been very informative for the festival and the meaning we put on the festival. And of course, uh, uh, the topics, I mean, uh, the past two years, the topic was displacement. Uh, we've analyzed it in all sorts of different ways, this team actually, and even the performances uh, that we have had as well in this period. And now this year with the pockets, I think... It was rooted in very anthropological discussions, and it's it's these discussions, it's this ground of questioning, and uh, that that really makes all the difference. My actually final question is for both of you because um, this year there's a new theme. There are many different questions that are being posed. I was wondering, what do you both hope to achieve? particularly with regards to peace building and social justice from this year's festival? I think the the aim of, of what uh, I hope to achieve and ICAP hopes to achieve is actually very linked to your questions before that you asked, Malton, that um, this, is, this is a very kind of new and unique experience for us to have kind of direct engagement with a festival that works directly within a conflict zone. And as I said before, organizations or artists that work or come from conflict zones are no stranger to ICAF, but we work with very different kinds of conflicts, kind of more community-based rather than country-based. Um, so I think it's to really engage with these spaces that, that Buffer Zone are creating. 
and to see how how that works with the communities, with the audiences, um, the impacts that is having, um, and and to really see how how this theme of pockets is explored. ICAP also work with a with a theme based approach and. We're so inspired and kind of compelled by this theme of pockets. We think it's an absolutely fantastic theme that, that really can go in so many different ways. Um, so I'm excited to see see how that will go and how that will be brought to life within the festival. Um, and yeah, the, the impact that will have on on the communities involved, um, on the different audiences, which which you know I'm sure is going to be huge. And, and just to really be immersed in that and experience that alongside and, and see what we can learn as a festival too from this. So that's what I'm most looking forward to, I think, from the festival and, and my hopes and aims for ICAF. I think that the conversations uh, that we've had with ICAF have actually been been very influential and, 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 and let's say stimulating actually for us to pose some very critical questions that let's say, may have stayed on the sidelines before, like particularly about audiences and how we should uh, interact and what does actually audiences interaction mean for peace building and, and creating this ground. So I think we're, uh, we're extremely uh, lucky uh, to have been collaborating uh, this year. Um, so uh, we have three days that are... Uh, that are coming soon in October 7, 8, and 9. And they all bring together uh, different approaches. Um, I mean, the first day that will take place in the north at the Rustem Bookstore uh, is curated by our um, Lebanese curator, Rafi Fengali, and he's really uh, working on questions of identity and belonging, which I think really complement uh, the performances that will take place in that particular space. The second day uh, will take place in the south at the Teatropolis, uh, and it's a group of uh, curators, Maria Varnakidu and uh, Bryce Ives and Kat Kives uh, from, from Australia, and they're really um, querying uh, the concept and asking questions um, about what if we were in the black box and, you know, how can we use this space uh, to be who we want to be? And our third day will take place in the buffer zone, uh, curated um, by Daria Ulubatla. It will be great to see how ideas of, of intersubjectivity will come together uh, through these performances in this particular space. So I think... Looking at it overall, um, I think we can see uh, a very meaningful story being told, and we cannot um, we cannot wait to see actually uh, how it's going to be. And and I think I mean personally, I feel that it will really be a space uh, these three days to question what pockets mean, uh, how can we create spaces of resistance, uh, spaces to question alternative subjectivities to dominant ideologies, and through these spaces to reimagine a time and a set space beyond, um, beyond conflict. 
I'm pretty sure a very meaningful story will be told, Nihal. And the curators, uh, I, by the way, I will be hosting them uh, next month. So we will dig further on these questions. But for now, dear Amy, dear Nihal, thank you very much for making time today. I am looking forward to participating to the ninth edition of the Buffer French Performing Arts Festival on 7th, 8th and 9th of October. Dear listeners, for more information on the festival, please visit the festival's webpage and its social media pages, which are provided in the description of this episode. Thank you for listening. Please feel free to like, comment, or share this ninth episode of Sesta Buffer Friend Special Series and Island Talks, and follow us on social media. Stay healthy, stay with peace, stay tuned. The first trilingual podcast station of Cyprus, Island Talks, open, diverse, free.